welcome to the Now What podcast. I'm your host, Hazel Siff. Every week, I'll be profiling a different student guest and discussing how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected their life plans. Hello, and welcome back to the Now What podcast. I'm your host, Hazel Siff, and in today's episode, I spoke with my friend Spencer Faith. Spencer and I met on a service trip to Costa Rica, and not only does he have the coolest last name ever, but he's had a really cool educational backstory, which we will be discussing on this episode. So listen in if you want to hear all about his gap year, his plans for this year, his band, and our discussion about how our major communication can be applied to solve COVID. (laughs) So once again, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Now What podcast. I'm your host, Hazel Siff, and today I'm sitting down with my friend Spencer Faith from Butte College. He's here to discuss how his life and education have been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Welcome, Spencer. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, Hazel. Yeah, of course. So I wanted to just get started by talking about what the shutdown process was like at your school and and how things went at the very beginning of this for you? Well, at first it was kind of just, uh, are we going to do this? Is this just like an an internet scare? But then it turned out that it was real. And for a minute I was worried that I would lose my job, but then everything transitioned online pretty smoothly. Um, As far as like the overall process and all the classes going, It was a little difficult in individual classes and just on an interpersonal level to figure out how to work together and work in groups, but I feel like that got worked out pretty well between everybody. Yeah, and how do you think that your professors handled the transition? Honestly, I think they handled it really well. I never felt like I was unable to contact them with questions, and I feel like they were really gracious in kind of letting me fall off for a second as I adapted to just being in my house every single day and kind of that like boredom, you know? (laughs) So they were, they were pretty lenient with the situation and with other students who were actually struggling. I wasn't really struggling, um, not financially or anything like that, thankfully. Yeah. And you know, you have two brothers. How is it doing school, all three of you online in the same house? Oh gosh, it was, it was all right because for the three of us because we had our own rooms, but for my parents who are also teachers, my mom teaches at Chico State and my dad teaches at a middle school in Paradise, uh, that was difficult. My dad actually would leave the house and he would go up to his classroom where also no one was, so he kind of counted that <laughs> as a quarantine zone. Yeah, well, that's good he had that. Yeah, it was too hard for all of us to work in the same house. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, you mentioned your job, so you did not lose your job. Where are you working at right now? I was working for the supplemental instruction program at Butte College, kind of helping students with statistics, basically like a tutor who puts together workshops for students to study in groups. Um, so that went online through Zoom, like a lot of classes did, and it was kind of difficult. Nobody really showed up. But Mm -hmm. the students that did show up, I think I was able to help them as well as the situation could allow. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad it worked out. Um, And I thought before we, like, get into the full-on conversation that it would be cool if you just talked about your education path so far because, I don't know, the last time I saw you, you were about to embark on something that I think was a really cool thing, and I don't know if you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, that's right. That was Shady Creek, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Long time. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. A lot has happened since then, since I <laughs> came last. I know. 
It's kind of cool though that, I mean, the pandemic at least brought us together again on this podcast. There's a good positive. Yeah, that's why that's why I started this. I thought it'd be a good place to kind of bring college students who are feeling like isolated and fr- and just together, and also just for me, like to be able to reconnect with friends and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like this idea, and it's a good way for college students to kind of get a real unaltered, unedited discourse. You know, like raw conversation. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> thank a good you. Thing that you're doing. Thank you. But as far as um, the educational path, that thing that I did, Shady Creek, was like an outdoor school for fifth and sixth graders. So basically, they would come for a week, and we would take them on hikes through nature, teaching them about um, river ecology, forest ecology, the water cycle process, and how that shapes the earth that we see today. And that was a really positive experience. And I was before that, I was focused on becoming a chemistry major and doing something to, something with neuroscience. I was really wanting to be like the brainy science avenue. And after, <laughs> after that experience, things completely flipped. Also, our trip in Costa Rica really changed me as far as like understanding that the really important things are the connections we make with the people around us. And then Shady Creek just showed me a different way of looking at it. And that's what put me on the path towards communications with the, the goal of becoming a teacher in communications. That's great. That's awesome. I forgot to mention that we met in Costa Rica for anybody who's listening on a, on a service trip, sea turtle based service trip. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like a lot of my best friends are still from that trip and it was a great experience and probably I'll have almost all of them on this podcast. So That's great. I can't wait for that. Honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, but Okay, so that's awesome. And that was like, a, that was a, f- was it a full year? It was a full school year, yeah. So about nine months in total. But then it opened up an opportunity to work in the summer in the kitchen there. And we would host different camps like yoga retreats, Jai Dev. Um, we hosted this one fiddle camp that's just a bunch of fiddlers from around the world coming and setting up their own village in the camp for two weeks. And I would just work in the kitchen so I'd get free food and we'd get to dance all the time. <laughs> that it was a so great awesome. opportunity. That is so cool. I actually just remembered that I had, I don't know if you remember this, but we figured out that I had been to that, to the location before where Shady Creek is. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> your dad, right? Yeah. My dad like did a teaching thing there and I stayed there for a week when I was younger. I just totally remember that. That is so cool. I forgot about that. Yeah, what does your dad do again? He's like some he's an herbalist, right? Yeah, he's he's an herb so like I grew up on an herb farm and he had an apothecary and where he sold like teas and tinctures and stuff and then he's also an acupuncturist and then him and my stepmom kind of transitioned that business into a herbal drink company. So now they sell um beverages but that are basically like yummy but functional because they have a lot of herbs and what's the name of that company again i remember i got one gold thread (laughs) gold what gold thread gold Gold thread thread. that's right okay i'm gonna have to check that out yeah for sure i'll send you more (laughs) thanks (laughs) um so shady creek and summer stuff and that was last year that you did that was that was actually two years ago when i did that fiddle camp i did it again the next summer um, which was last year but that's kind of turned into more of a summer thing i hope to maybe go back and kind of get more experience with using my degree 
in communication before I embark on becoming a teacher. Yeah, that would be cool. And I don't know if you mentioned this when you were describing Shady Creek, but isn't it like a lot of the schools in California send their students there in sixth grade or something for a weekend? Yeah, it's a pretty common practice, I think. Um, I actually, I didn't even think about this, but I don't know if that's common across America in all the states. I'm not sure. Yeah, I went to something like that in Massachusetts, but I don't know. That would be interesting (laughs) to figure out. Um, Cool. Well, and so then you went and came back to Butte College and started learning, and you said you made the transition into communications, and how, how has that been going? How do you like the major? Honestly, I love the major because it's super applicable to literally everything that I do. Like I worked a customer service job while I was learning about interpersonal communication and also group work. And I was able to use the stuff I was learning in my class the next day on my shift. And it just felt like the things that I was learning in school were connecting with the things I enjoyed about life, which is just communicating with people in general. And that's kind of what, that's when I realized that that's what my passion really is. So it's been going really well. Um, I feel like I've been using those skills in my friend groups as well. And I've also just recently moved out for the first time. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. That's actually where I am right now. I'm in Humboldt. But I've been using these skills to kind of like deal with the stuff that comes with roommates. You know, we haven't had anything major, but just like, coordinating on dishes or coordinating on like store pickups, food runs, whatever. Yeah. How many roommates do you have? I have three other roommates and two of them actually worked with me at Shady Creek. Um, and then three other people that worked with me at Shady Creek also live here, not in my house, but they're just like up the street a little bit. Oh, cool. So how is that? What are you, do you guys have any like rules or anything regarding COVID and like, you know, what Um, you're doing? Not like explicitly talked about rules, but we kind of just have a group up here that we've been interacting with, and then we just kind of stick to that group. And we wear our mask everywhere. We like we're just kind of conscious, but not super conscious, I guess. We I know that we could be more conscious. I feel like right now we feel safe because we haven't actually had anyone personally affected in a severe manner by the virus. So it, there might be a, a factor of it's not quite real to us yet. It's something like, you know, we hear about on the news. Um, also, in this area that we're in, up in Humboldt, there's a really low amount of, like, spread. There's not, there hasn't been a whole lot of spikes. So we have the ability to kind of be a little more lax. Yeah, good. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And so are you going to keep doing school in the fall, or are you, are you done for now with Butte? Um, actually I'm still working for them and I'm still taking classes from Butte College, but since it's all online, it allowed me to move out here with all of my friends. Um, so I'm going to be working the social media for the SI program, which was my old job. And then I'm going to be taking, I think 12 units online. Oh, good for you. That's that's great. I we skipped ahead a little bit because usually I don't talk about fall plans till the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, so, what was I going to say next? Oh yeah. So, talk a little bit about your transfer plans. I know the last time we talked, you were talking about transferring to Channel Islands in the spring. 
Oh yeah, that's still kind of up in the air. Right now it's like 50-50 whether I stay here and go to Humboldt State or whether I transfer to CSU Channel Islands. Um, that's kind of, I'm just taking that kind of week by week, see how I feel each week. Yeah, mm-hmm. and has that been affected at all? Like, do, I mean, with school being online and everything, does that affect your oh. Um. Probably a little bit. I haven't given that part too much thought other than the fact that if it's online, I'm going to then definitely stay here. I think if it's face-to-face in the spring, then there's a better chance that I'll transfer to CSU Channel Islands. But if it's online, then I might just stay here with all of my friends. Also, we're going to be getting a band going. So (laughs) if that takes off, then I'll be staying here. I'm not going to be moving anywhere soon. Yeah, that's cool. What would you, so what, you play, you play guitar, right? I play the drums. I also okay. play the ukulele. You were learning guitar, no? Not really. I want <laughs> to learn guitar. That would be cool. I just don't <laughs> have the finger length for it. <laughs> it's hard. Every it's time, hard. I'm, I don't play it at all, but I've taken lessons like a while ago, and it hurts your fingers a mm-hmm. lot. <laughs> um. That's cool. What would your band do if it's remote? You'd just be making music mostly, not really performing? Well, actually, the, gr- like, the group that I hang out with that we've kind of delegated as our squad, all, we have all the band members in it, so it's kind of convenient. That's really cool. And, and the, you know most of your friends from Shady Creek, you said? Yeah, yeah. The guitarist for our band actually is my hallmate. He just lives right across. So we'll just open our doors and jam. It's great. Spencer, that is so cool. That's really awesome. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Sounds like you're living the dream. Well, (laughs) yeah, that's kind of, that was the point of this move is like, oh, we're going to live the dream, dream up in humble. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's awesome. And you're, so you're up there for a long haul, it looks like. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels like. At least a year. I have a lease signed for a year, so. Well, that's good. I feel like it's good to get some certainty even amongst the amidst the uncertainty, like everything is so up in the air and to be able to kind of like plant your roots, you know, and say, this is what I'm doing. That's really, that's good. That's good insight too. Yeah. Like (laughs) I think that's maybe one of the reasons I feel so comfortable is like I have, I'm surrounded by people who I feel comfortable with. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, So how, talk a little bit more about your parents are both teachers do you know anything about what's going to happen for them and for their jobs in the fall and how that they'll be affected? Um, I know that they're going online. My mom is kind of frustrated that she isn't allowed to use her office because that seems like a reasonable place for her to go and work and just kind of add that to her quarantine zone. But I get that the university doesn't want all of staff on campus all the time in their offices because that's more interactions. Um, so she actually took my old room that I just moved out of and converted it into her office. And she's going to be teaching all online. Um, there might be some things she has to do in person. She's not quite sure about that. Neither is the university as far as I've heard. Um, my dad is also going to be completely online. And I think they're kind of just working out the last little details before they actually start the school year in a couple weeks here. Yeah. And, and your mom is a swimming coach, right? Yeah. And so is she not allowed to do that do the season, I would assume? Yeah, it, if they were allowed to do the season, it would be something like two people to a lane and there's only six lanes in Chico. So 
that makes it a little hard to practice. But they're thinking about switching the season from fall to spring, so then it lines up with the rest of the state swim teams. That way our swimmers can qualify for states, et cetera, et cetera. It kind of just, like, brings more continuity to the whole swim program in California. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do you know if the CSUs are completely online through the school year, or are they just announced for the fall? Um, they just announced for the fall, officially. Um, one of my mom's coworkers is saying it's likely that they're going to be online in the spring, but nobody knows that for sure, as far as I know. Yeah. It's interesting doing this podcast, hearing everybody like saying what their school has communicated, because for me, I'm going to a UC and like all of the California community colleges and then all of the California state universities announced completely online, you know, mm-hmm. and then the University of California was just like, we don't really know. Like, it's going to be hybrid probably, maybe, but we don't, we don't really know. And like still to this day, UCSB has not made a full announcement about it, and the students that are going through university housing are in a complete holding pattern. Like, they don't know. They are, most of the dorms at UCSB are triples, and they're now going to have to be singles. So, like, two-thirds of people who have contracts are going to get turned away, and it's just a mess. (laughs) That is a mess. That sucks for the people that get turned away, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, that's cool. And also, you said, didn't you say, did Eric graduate this year, Eric, your brother? Yeah, he did. That's crazy. I can't imagine having an online graduation. How is that? It was. It actually wasn't that bad. It was, they did it pretty well as far as I can think of. I can't really think of a better way to do it. They just had all of the cars of the students. They did it in like four waves, just from A to Z. And they had all the people lined up in front of the school, like the teachers and whatnot, everything socially distanced. And then they had a live feed to, like, Facebook and YouTube and also on the radio. So you could watch it on your phone in your car as you were idling on the side of the road. That's and then cool. they would read the person's name. Their car would pull through, and the kid would get out, grab their diploma, snap a picture. And then I don't think they shook any hands, but they did, like, something where they acknowledged the graduate. And then they would get back in the car and you drive off. And it was actually really fast. It took us like 10 minutes to get Eric's diploma. It was great. Wow. That's, that's, it sounds like they handled it really well. I feel like I've heard some horror stories about graduation this year. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I think I would rather do that than I, <laughs> I went to the graduation from my community college, Santa Monica, um, mm-hmm. last year. And I was standing in the bleachers for like two hours before they oh, called my name. It was awful. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Was it hot, too? Yes, and I was yeah. in the whole outfit. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a nightmare. <laughs> Makeup's all running down your face. Exactly. Everything's a mess. <laughs> You're like, get me out of here. I just want to go to dinner. <laughs> um, yeah, that's okay. Um, do you have anything that's, like, been on your mind since quarantine and about about any of this stuff? I feel like you always have something philosophical going on. Thanks. Um not necessarily about any of this, but quarantine has definitely given me time to look at myself. And I realize like, there's definitely some things where I'm like, I say the way I talk about it and think about it is like, oh, I'm totally going to change X, Y, and Z. And I get really hopeful and I get really inspired when I'm thinking about it or when I'm talking about it. But then when it actually comes time to follow through, I don't really have the motivation. 
So I'm kind of trying to figure out where does that come from? Like, where do I get my own motivation from? Yeah. But it's, That's, sorry, mm-hmm. what were you going to say? Uh, um, as far as like the coronavirus as a whole, I think right now we just kind of have to sit tight and see what the scientists figure out because they're mm-hmm. working on it and wear our masks in the meantime. Yeah, I think it's it's. I don't know. It's frustrating being in California. I think that right now we are at number one in the country. I'm pretty sure. Which is crazy to think about because when this all started, we were uh, doing well Mm -hmm. compared to the rest of the country. And I don't know what it is because I think in my area, like in LA, people seem pretty diligent, but then at the same time, restaurants and things are open. So I hope that the scientists can help us, but I also think that like <laughs> our politicians are screwing us over right now. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, your point that you were talking about kind of like, this has been a good time for insight into yourself and everything is, is really good. And also one thing that's been really special about quarantine for me is that um, life is so fast paced usually. And there's yeah. always so much just noise and, it's easy to get caught up in the noise and kind of lose yourself in, in, in the middle of it, you know, mm-hmm. and not pay attention to yourself. So I think that what you're talking about is great. <laughs> like I understand what you're yeah. talking about. I feel like I hope that that's something that people can take away from this is like focusing on themselves more, not necessarily in like an egocentric way, but like self care. I feel like, a lot of mental health problems stem from a lack of self self care. And I'm not an expert on any of this. I mostly say that because of observations with a close friend who's currently trying to like figure out what's like, you know, he's kind of in his head all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's depressed or not. He hasn't been actually like diagnosed or anything, but I noticed that he doesn't, he doesn't want to go outside and do stuff. And I feel like um, it's, I notice a lot of, his same, those type of behaviors I also have, and it stems in myself from a lack of self-care. And so that's yeah. where I kind of extrapolate where I think that's probably where I need to start. And I feel like that's where we should start. Yeah, I think you're right. I, and honestly, I really like that this is coming up right now because like a major top theme in my life over the last, just the last few days is kind of being like, I come first and not in like a selfish way, but like I need to come first for myself to be able to treat other people well as well, you know? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, So, yeah, that's interesting. And also your friend, are you saying that this has only been kind of coming up recently? Because I'm just, you know, it's a whole other topic how how quarantine is affecting introverts versus extroverts, you know? Yeah, that is is totally true. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a recent thing. I know he's a super intellectual dude. And he's always been just thinking about stuff kind of in the same way that you said I am. Um, He and I like to get into good, deep conversations a lot. But I've only been hanging out with him since right before quarantine started. So I don't necessarily know how he was in the months before quarantine. Yeah. Well, I hope the best for him. (laughs) I think he's going to move up here soon with us, actually. So that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. And... I don't know. I like hearing you talk about all this stuff with interpersonal communications and everything. I'm also a comm major and it's like, it's fun fun to find somebody that like loves it just as much as I do because yeah, (laughs) some people are like, 
calm, whatever. Like, why'd you pick calm? And I'm like, yeah, what are you gonna so do interesting. That? Like, mm-hmm. huh? what were you going to say? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, it's so interesting. That's why. And it's so real too. Yeah. And it's like, um, I don't know. I just think it's so cool learning like the concepts and like how people interact with each other. And I think that that's like the groundwork for everything. Like I'm, I'm pretty interested in, um, politics, but mostly like how our country is so divided, you know, between like red and blue and how I really wish it wasn't that way. Because I think if you just go back to like how our basic, like humanity, um, we, a lot of us have the same values more than we think, I think, I think, and we get caught up in like mm-hmm. just political discourse and like, dif- you know, stigmas and everything. Totally and if we're able to just like have a conversation about, you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm getting at? <laughs> I, feel I like know I'm- exactly what you're getting at. Yeah. This is, I, th- I feel the same way, which is actually one of the major reasons I started communications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. And also like being, I think, I mean, I don't know, this COVID is, has become like a political matter, I think. Really. Yeah. And kind of like, I don't know, all of us want it to go away. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we all don't want to die from it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like, let's start there. Let's start there and not make this about like our individual biases and like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's know. not make this about our own agenda for what we wanted the country to do. Like yeah. let's, let's save let's save our people first. Exactly. And um yeah. So that said, I'm making a point at the end of every episode to tell people to please go vote. Actually yes, just register to vote. Um I think it's gonna be mostly vote by mail. <laughs> so yeah. don't necessarily go to the polls, but please vote. <laughs> please. <laughs> Definitely vote. And yes, we need it. And also I would say Reminder that you're probably voting for the next person on the Supreme Court and not just the president. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, not just saying that to you. I'm just saying it to, like, everyone. <laughs> that's, a good way to, that's a good way to think about it, too, because, like, the president does have certain powers. So, like, what kind of person do you want to have these X, X Y, and Z powers in our government? Exactly. It's a good way and to think about it. Thank you. Yeah. So... I don't know, do you have any final thoughts or hopes or visions about how things start to look in this country? Mm. Shit. <laughs> now you're really provoking my thought processes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't necessarily like answering those kinds of questions because I feel so inadequately equipped to, you know, provide answers. So I can really only provide my own speculations, but mm-hmm. I feel like if if we didn't get our egos so caught up in the things that we say and the things that we believe, um, I think it would be a lot easier to resolve conflicts between two parties. And when I say egos, I don't mean like you're like like you know like the masculine type of oh I'm better than you type of ego, but I mean like more of a philosophical level of ego of like what defines who you are. So like for me, that's um, the fact that I play drums, the fact that I swim, I like to climb. Those things are, are things that describe and identify me and that's my ego. And so when something attacks 
those things like my drums saying you're you're a bad drummer my instinctive reaction is to defend my ego i got to protect myself which is a natural reaction and a lot of the times we do that when we defend something we respond with also an attack and i feel like if we can somehow accept that that person isn't like directly threatening us or if we perceive what someone says is not a threat that'll help us deal with these these disagreements that we have and we can find better better resolutions yeah that's a really great way to put all of that stay humble (laughs) listen to kendrick lamar stay humble (laughs) (laughs) and where is his new album oh yeah seriously kendrick if you're listening to this dude i (laughs) i respect what you're doing and everything that you do but we need you need an album (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sure you have plenty of time to be making one right now (laughs) yeah honestly (laughs) (laughs) um all right well i've had so much fun having you on yes thank you Yeah, of course. And let's keep in touch. And to everyone that's listening, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Now What podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Hazel Siff, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Now What podcast. If you liked what you heard, please do me a huge favor and like, follow, or subscribe, as well as follow the Now What podcast on Instagram and visit the Now What Once again, I'm your host, Hazel Sif, and I will see you next time.